Movie Sushi. Back to the Future. Marty McFly doesn't always drive. Oftentimes, he skateboards behind moving cars and trucks, hanging from their bumpers as he navigates the traffic. Back home, he discovers that Biff Tannen has wrecked the family car. Biff admits to drink driving, but blames Marty's dad George for not having told him the car was faulty. Biff bullies his employee George and hits him in the face, while Marty watches quietly in horror. That evening, Marty meets up with inventor friend Doc Brown in the Twin Pines Mall car park. The Doc has turned a DeLorean car into a time machine. Marty films Einstein the dog successfully time-travelling, then resets everything so the dock can go next. Since it requires a massive 1.21 gigawatts to move about through time, it runs on plutonium. Just as the dock's making a pioneering speech, some Libyans show up. The dock stole their plutonium and they're not happy. They kill the dock, then they go for Marty. He hurriedly gets in the DeLorean and, at the crucial 88 miles per hour, time travels himself. It's Saturday, November the 5th, 1955. Marty finds his dad, George, in a cafe being publicly humiliated by Biff. Soon after, Marty gets hit by a car, meant for George. This was supposed to be the moment Marty's parents met and fell in love. Now, Marty's disrupted the space-time continuum and his mum, Lorraine, has fallen in love with him instead. If he's not careful, he'll be erased from history. Marty finds the 1955 version of the Doc, who's pleased that the flux capacitor he imagined in the shower that very day actually works. With no plutonium, they need a bolt of lightning as fuel. Luckily... The town clock tower is to be famously struck by lightning in a few days' time. Until this storm, Marty is warned not to interact with anybody else in case of ramifications. Tragically, of course, he's being stalked now by his own mum. Marty's family photo shows his brother already fading away. Marty must get George and Lorraine back together or he'll vanish completely. At 10.04pm, lightning will strike the Hill Valley clock tower. The dock and Marty will direct this energy down to some cable connecting two lampposts in the street below. The car, with a special metal conducting hook attached to the roof and moving at exactly 88 miles per hour, will channel the lightning into the flux capacitor and return Marty to 1985. Marty wants George to rescue Lorraine from him while they're parking together. In the staged event, George will throw open the door, overpower Marty, and Lorraine will fall in love with George. The storm is the same night as the dance. Lorraine kisses Marty in the car, but she says it feels bizarrely incestuous. Then, randomly, Biff barges into the car instead of George, his friends remove Marty and lock him in the boot of another car. George hasn't seen this, so he confidently opens the door, sees Biff instead, 
and his confidence crumbles. Biff soon has George in a wrist lock and Lorraine's crying out for help. George finally grows angry and knocks out Biff himself. Marty's freed from the car by the band's guitarist, who injures his hand in the process. Marty is desperate for this dance to go ahead, so he offers to play guitar in the man's place. After a bumpy start, George dances with Lorraine, and the people in Marty's family photo become more opaque again. Marty meets up with the Doc to jump forward in time to 1985. The Doc finds Marty's letter in his coat, warning about the armed Libyans in 1985. He wants no part of it and tears it up. The storm causes connections to come loose, so the Doc climbs up the tower to repair them. Marty's now accelerating to 88 miles per hour, as planned, headed for the lampposts. The dock slides down the cable to reattach it again lower down. At 10.04pm, the lightning channels into the time machine and Marty leaves 1955. Two flaming tyre tracks where the car once was. The dock yells and jumps for joy. A helicopter passes overhead. Some flashes indicate Marty's return. He now has ten minutes in which to save the dock's life, but the car won't start. He even sees the Libyans drive past en route to the dock. Marty witnesses the dock getting killed. When the smoke's cleared, Marty approaches the dock laying there, only to find that he's wearing a bulletproof vest. In the end, he read Marty's warning letter anyway. The Doc drops off Marty at home, then time travels himself. Marty's now in what seems like an alternate reality, but it's normal for everyone else. His brother's wearing a suit, and his sister Linda has loads of boyfriends calling. Marty can't believe how good his parents look. Biff Tannen, thanks to the knockout punch from 30 years ago, is waxing George McFly's car. Then, George's newly published science fiction book arrives in the post. Marty is given the keys to his truck, also waxed by Biff. Marty is overjoyed when girlfriend Jennifer shows up. There's more flashing as the dock reappears in the DeLorean with solid silver glasses. Given future modifications, any old food waste now acts as fuel. The Doc wants to bring Jennifer with him this time because there's a problem with their kids. The car flies off and disappears in flashes. Starring Michael J. Fox, Christopher Lloyd, Leah Thompson, rated PG, directed by Robert Zemeckis, released in the UK 1985, runtime... One hour, 56 minutes.